Welcome back to big content. Today's going to be a pretty much full. Oh my God. Fire the interns. <laughs> Fire the interns. <laughs> uh, full Q&A for the most part. Uh, we're taking questions from the Discord, so if you're not in the Discord already, you can jump in there and drop questions in there at any time. We'll either answer them on the full big content. I do an individual big content. You can tweet at us. We'll try our best to answer them everywhere, anywhere, any which direction. Any, like, top of the top of the funnel notes we want to talk about before we yeah, dive into Q's? Yeah, a few things. First one was Creativity Fund on TikTok. Have you checked the numbers recently? Recently? Yeah. Are you aware of, of what you guys are making? Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. It's probably been about a month. I can pull it up right now. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know if you were, I didn't know if you meant that in uh in I mean, I can, like, I can pull up my numbers for sure. Big time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, can, the fact that I'm... count the number of pennies on one hand? Whoa, the fact that I'm even here right now is insanity. I have posted, I think, two or three TikToks that have gotten about 15,000 views. Um, but for some reason, mine don't qualify, but I am... 66 cents in the program. Uh, my Jets video, 39 cents. It is interesting. Qualified views, 467. It has to be over five seconds. If anyone dislikes it, it doesn't count. Yeah. And then if someone watches it twice, it only counts once. So that's I think the biggest drop off would have to be like people just swiping after after like three seconds or something. So 13.7K views on the video and 467 of them qualified. That's, that's your click through rate is it's bad, but that's probably not a good sign for the platform that that if like if you really want to talk about mm -hmm. like on average, two percent of your views on the page are actually being viewed now. Yeah, that's so going to differ for everyone. But like, give me what's numbers, yeah, yeah, give me some. So we started um, we started actually, I think about a, literally or unless it's just the last 30 days. Yeah. I would say over the last month, we've made a little over 4,000. Nice. We had one game. I think the first ever intern game yeah. that they were in the office for went over a million views. That's our top earning one and over the last 30 qualified? days. So overall views was 1.1 million. Qualified views was 640,000. Wow. Wow. So we made okay. like, yeah, like over 600 bucks on that video. RPM is pretty good at one, a dollar, eight cents. Nice. Yeah. So things are, are cooking there. Um, so that, that's like a nice little chunk of change. I actually think yeah. we're probably about to start making serious money on YouTube, Google AdSense too. That's what I was going to ask next. So the YouTube channel, we've talked about it before, BDGE Trivia. It's got almost 10,000 subscribers. Recently, you posted a screenshot that had, what, 15,000 views under like 24 hours? Day, yeah. 18 minutes of watch time, which is insane. Could get... I'm like literally, I'm like, what YouTube channel is, has better analytics than that? You know? <laughs> Outside of like the elite, elite ones. Yeah, from a viewer's, like well, crazy. most of the elites aren't even that long of a watch time. Yeah, like yeah. I think that's pretty interesting. Uh, you have turned on monetization officially? We just did a few days ago, yeah. And you have no numbers so far? No, no. I think okay. it's only been like the last two days or so. Um, Based off your BDG channel, you know, way different viewership, yeah. fluctuates, Way less watch time. Yeah, what's your estimate? I guess, well, I, I can estimate based on our current numbers. The only thing is literally every video we put out yeah. becomes like the best performing video. For sure. It's just like growing so fucking quickly, basically feeding the funnel from TikTok yeah. into YouTube, which is why our analytics are so high. It's probably not like a ton of organic growth. Yeah. Maybe it is. I don't know. Um, but I, I mean, I'm assuming we're going to pull in at least like a thousand to 1500 bucks a month. That's it? I'm like right now, based I on feel, these numbers. Yeah. I, I think in a month, like we're at... 
a little over 9,000 subs. Yeah. In like two weeks, we might be at 14, 15,000. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it could be way more than that. I, I feel like it'll be significantly more than that, but I also don't know YouTube monetization that well, if that's the case, because you're getting 20,000 views a video as is right now. More importantly, people are watching through. Do you know that's what, where you would capitalize with a brand partner. Do you know what, um, what kind of got me really excited, but also like I felt weird about, not like uncomfortable weird, but just like not exactly sure how to feel about it is that we put the last vlog that we did, mm-hmm. um, we put those on the normal, the fantasy channel yeah. every Sunday and they don't do well at all compared to the regular fantasy yeah. stuff. And that's, you know, that that's kind of like obvious. I think it got like 2000 views and we were like, man, maybe we should put it onto the trivia channel. Right. Because it's a lot more like these guys involved than everyone knows. Like the people who are following for fantasy know me and probably right. know a little bit. They don't really know those guys. And, and not to hate on you, but I'm sure some people come and they don't even really care if it's you. Like they 100%. just want fantasy. That's, I love that. Yeah. yeah it's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah. So that can start running. So we put the vlog up on that channel, 10 K views overnight. Yeah. It would have been like our best. That was the vlog. Jameson thumbnail with yeah. him comparing everyone's yep. ball. Now. I do wonder though. I will say I looked at analytics and yeah. like it did really well. Like the 10,000 views. And I think the like rate is like 99.7%. So yeah. like everybody's liking it, yeah. but while the click-through rate is pretty much just as high as every other one, mm-hmm. the average view time is like five minutes and 40 seconds, yeah. which tells me that people probably clicked on it thinking it was a trivia game 100%. and then watched, you know, a few minutes of it. But now it, it gives me kind of like, hmm, the vlogs and the documentation of what we're doing is like really important to me. And I'm like, this this is like kind of cool that we have a lot of people kind of like bought into what we're doing here now. Do you think that, that it makes sense to start a new channel, cross-promote it? I I really visualize a future where it's the BDG brand and you're actually subscri- subscribed to the trivia, to the fantasy, like each different thing. Yeah, yeah. YouTube we, we shorts, like, that. yeah, it has to get there. Because we were like, because everyone's commenting for like, oh, do a Madden series. And right. we're like, okay, we could do Madden like on trivia, but like, wait, we should probably split that up into its own gaming channel. I, I think, yeah, own channels are the way to go. I, I kind it's, of agree. It is frustrating because you could have 20K here and the vlogs could only have a thousand. And you're like, well, if I throw a vlog up on this channel, then you know i know i'm gonna get 10k views but i do think it makes sense to build it you know the right way yeah so so one of the things that i will say on top of that just being like building it the right way is that we're everyone in the office is like really excited right now because we have so much momentum but i'm like all right i want to make sure that we're doing everything really well before we jump to the next thing because what happens is like you don't really think about this when you're not in this for a long time but if we say okay now let's start a let's start a madden channel what that does is that puts five extra pieces of content on our plate each week, but also puts five extra editing duty squares into the schedule. It also means we need to make five more thumbnails. Like it's all the, and comments that we got to stay on top of. It's a whole thing. It's a whole business. Also, what makes you think the Madden would be successful? I have no idea, but we just, uh, some of our most commented and like, like stuff on the trivia comments are like start a Madden franchise. And we know there's like a, like those guys watch Madden shit all day on YouTube and they're like, we would crush it, which I'm not opposed to. Again, I just don't like, I don't want to move fast just for the sake of moving fast when everything we're doing right now is working really, really well. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's a a good problem to have, but. I mean, side note, we'll do a bunch of Madden gaming content this fall. So we we should discuss, um, and maybe there's an easier way in that kind of collaborates on it all. True that. Um, But my note about how well everything's going would be a piece of advice, which I think you're fully aware of, but at the end of the day, they're interns Mm -hmm. and, this success is like, uh, like it's, it's very successful, can easily get to their head, can easily get to your head, right? Like when it's good, it's good. And so it's just a reminder that like, 
NFL is coming up. Shit could happen. Mm -hmm. uh, that you know, it could always turn in any moment. So it's not even like continue to keep doing what you're doing. I would say like you got to push even harder now. It's like I like agree. don't With the get that are don't working, settle, yeah. don't get complacent. So one of the things I said that. to them, it's, it, it's a good piece of advice because yeah. you can you can easily get caught up in shit. And I'm glad, dude. Like, if you if you sat here and you're like, I'm the man. Like I started, not you wouldn't say yeah. that, but like the feeling of of that, I would totally get it. There's no better feeling than feeling like you unlocked content, mm -hmm. but you just you know you know you don't want to just sit yeah. on it one of the first things i said to them this this morning um we were talking through some things and and i was like listen <clears throat> we have a ton of momentum i see everybody's excited and like things are going great like you guys yeah. are fucking crushing it and i love it and we'll start to make money off of this and like i would love to bring you guys on because you're making enough money for me to pay you mm -hmm. however a year from now the tiktok creativity program could still be there probably yeah. won't google who knows whether they shut our channel anything could happen right exactly so i started i'm like make sure you're starting to think long term because basically we like just uh finalized our draft guide for the summer yeah so i was giving it to them i was like i want everyone to proofread it and i tried to explain to them like the fantasy side of things how we work and why having our own product is so important so i'm like it's really good to have a lot of attention on social yep. but you guys for your longevity if you want to be here for a long time you need to start thinking of how do we separate ourselves from like these platforms being the ones that pay us like does that does that come through merch? Does it yeah. come through making our own card game like Babita? Does it come through, you know, does it come through? What I was thinking actually is like kind of came to my head as I was in the middle of talking to them, but it would be cool. So many people want to play with us, mm. right? And we're trying, we're going to build out the games, but I wonder if, if we were to build out like a suite of games, like 10 games yeah. and the, and you could play against your friends, but the only way to actually be able to play like all of them, like a monthly membership or yeah. something like that would be a cool way to monetize, you know? Yeah. So I'm telling them like, yeah, there might be an influx of money now short term, but I don't, I don't. Uh, I don't, I'm not making decisions based off like TikTok comments and how good you feel right now. I'm making decisions based off like how how yeah. sustainable what we're doing is. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's just an important note. Another important note is I am getting complacent. I'm taking a two week <laughs> vacation starting next week. Unreal family vacation. I'm excited for it. This summer has been. When do you leave? On Monday. So. Yeah, the summer's been slow in a good way. It's been the last three years since I left my job and went full-time doing this. It's been nonstop. It's all in. It's been, you know, few and far vacations or relaxation. But even the, just the business and the work of it has been nonstop. And I've loved it. And I think this summer, which has given us time to relax, recharge, but also plan for the future, which I think has been important. Uh, and then I know, like, the second I get back, it's game on. Like, Go time it's, again. Yeah, yeah. It's the fall, which I'm excited for, too. Yeah. Um, I like that. That, yeah. that feels good, though, when you, like, get to step away for a second. You yeah. feel so, like, because when you're, when you're in it and doing every day and grinding, you can sometimes lose sight of, like, why you actually loved it in the first place, yeah. right? So when you step outside, you're like, you start to itch to get back into it. And sometimes you need those recharges. Yeah. Another thought I have, which I, I'm trying to think of, like, how to not make it sound egotistical is, and we, we've also discussed this prior, it's like, like, we have a meeting with the NFL today, which is... Once again, a situation where I could be like, like we're literally chatting with the NFL <laughs> about working with them. It's the yeah. biggest league in the, you know, in the United States, in the world. But like, I will, I will also five minutes after that meeting ends, like sit on the floor and like pack hats and, <laughs> and ship boxes and tape and go to the post office. And I don't think that no one has that work ethic. I don't think, but like, I'm shameless. Like I will meet with the NFL and then I will literally like scratch and claw for that stuff. And I just, I don't know how many people have that. And my worry is the only way that comes off is like well, egotistical. I don't but think it's that like people don't have it. 
I think it's, it's why I think I'm really passionate about like documenting it yeah. because like when you hear someone say that, you're like, eh, I don't know. Like, that's like weird. Like, is that really how they do it? But yeah. when you see somebody that you aspire to be or is someone that you look up to or someone that's just successful that you relate to yeah. and you see them doing those things, it's kind of like an unlock for you to be like, okay, there's no like right path to success. Right. Like Jack's on, on the NFL and then on his floor packing boxes and stuff. It's like, okay, that could be a way I operate too. Cause sometimes you like put yourself into a box where yeah. you get nervous, like, Oh, this process or system or whatever is not right. But when you see someone be successful and do it, it's like, okay, that there's no right way to do this. And it's, I feel like the idea behind documenting what we're doing is like basically that, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, we're all fucking stupid and laying on the floor at some point or another. <laughs> yeah, you know? I think Danny Miranda and Alex Hermosi's pod, that was the coolest part for me was he mentioned that he he didn't document the journey. He had one video of when he was sleeping on the floor of his gym mm-hmm. and no one cared then. Oh, yeah, yeah, go for it, all that stuff. But 10 years later, he makes it, uses it as an advertisement. Best performing one, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, I guess documenting it is is hyper important. This is my way of documenting, letting you guys know I'll be on the floor later today packing some boxes. <laughs> so yeah, probably. I mean, you'll you'll post some Q and A's, I assume, for big content. I'll take. I'll do. Gone. I'll do some uh, two Q and A's while you're away. Yeah. How do you feel about some guests on on the other side of the break? I'm I'm cool with it. I I do think that like we need to figure out. Some I'm I'm so fucking busy with BG yeah. right now that it's hard for me to actually hammer down distribution and like get TikTok 100%. clips at scale and stuff and whatever clips. Yeah. I think we might need to take care of that first. Okay, you know what I mean? Because I don't want to like I think I'm I'm ready to bring on guests. Yeah. I think I'm super about that, but I also think it's probably going to be some of our best content, and I don't want to like do it and then be like, ah, oh, fuck, we kind of just like for let sure. it slide by. Okay, so I'm about it, but I I think we need to probably sit down and have a more serious talk about like the future and how we want to invest into this, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, it's growing slowly. And I think our vision was always, if we could hit a hundred people that are actually going to do this, listen, mm-hmm. care. And honestly, it means a lot. Some of the people that do listen, like, I'm like, I don't care if anyone else listens. Like yeah. if, it, if it's my way to talk directly to them and share thoughts and ideas and yeah. like, and we're what, definitely making an impact to like a small group of people, which yeah. I feel super good about. I mean, one of those people is Brett. Like I have so much respect for mm-hmm. Brett. I thought his sports media video was awesome. Like I, I see his future in this industry. And so the fact that he spends time listening to us and appreciates our opinion, and then I want to hear his like that. I think that's important. So one quick thing, I'm not going to go through it all, but slow upload, slow ventures. So they're an investment fund. They've carved out a fund for creators. I've, I've talked to you about it before. They just put out, um, pretty much like what their framework and all the questions they ask either themselves internally or the creators that they're thinking about investing in. So like why have they chosen this path to date and what is it for the next 10 years? Have they hired a team around them? Who, how, and why do they bring on a manager legal tax, their community? Who are their super fans? Why are they so engaged? And there's like, you know, there there's four different sections. So if anyone wants this, feel free to just pop in the discord or DM me. I'll, I'll forward it to them. I think it's probably a really good way for creators. Not if you're super early on, but maybe, maybe so. Um, but just creators in general, it's rare that creators will have offsites and actually think about like themselves as a business. Right. Mm -hmm. And we talked about, that's what we did with the agency. 
and helping people understand why they're doing this, what their goals are. And this framework is actually really, really strong. So I think it could be a strong exercise for people to think about their long-term future. So just wanted to give that a shout. Feel free to, you know. That kind of stuff I feel like uh, the earlier you are on, the more, like, it's so difficult to answer those questions. I didn't even think about, like, like, when we were coming into the office, I was thinking about putting together, like, a brand, um, I don't know the right word for it, but... Not like a slogan, but like, like your values or, like, yeah, or company like, mission, like a mission or, statement, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. yeah, and I always like that's so stupid. Yeah. Like everyone just says like, "Oh, we want to be this, this yeah. like buzzwordy, right?" Yeah. But then, like when I thought deeper about it, I'm like, I do stand for some shit. Like yeah. I have values here, and I'm trying to accomplish very specific goals and stuff like that, and I put it into that. But like a lot of that stuff is, it's like you can't really do it until you look backwards at what you've been doing and how you've been accomplishing it. You know, and I think you can start and say like, "This is what I want to become." Yeah, and I think like with mission statements and brand statements or whatever. I like the framework of saying you're going to be the number one, this in the world or the first, this in the world. Like for us, we're the first planet earth's first (laughs) lifestyle fantasy football brand, right? Like I think you should strive to be the very first or the very best at whatever you're doing. And the more specific you get, the more likely you are to actually become that person or brand or business. I agree. It's super hard early on, but I don't think you should take that difficulty and say, let's just figure it out later. Mm -hmm. I would rather go into it and say, things can change. So if we want to be the number one fantasy lifestyle brand, like we can do that. That's our mission. And then in two years, if we see the market shifting or your passions changing, like you can change. But I went through this exercise, not that whole document with my brother and I was like because he's talking about all right this is the content I should make next this is what I should do for long form and I said that's great obviously we know it works you're looking at other successful soccer youtubers or content creators but what is your end goal like where do you want to be because I don't know if those things it'll lead you to a larger following but does it actually lead you to what you want and so if you who's always said you want this to be a creative space where you can work with creators that's what you've fostered that mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's necessarily going to drive the most amount of money today doesn't necessarily mean it's going to achieve x y and z today but his goal was pretty much like i want to be a content creator at the 2026 world cup and so i said to him because his initial gut was like let's go the fifa route because it's a very common route it's like you play fifa you grow in the industry you gain a, a huge following and engaged community but then when Fox rolls around in 2026 and they're valuing who the content creators are, are they going to go with a gaming person or is FIFA just going to spend a shit ton of money at the World Cup but have nothing to do with the game? Or do you actually want to be on TV for Fox? So you should be working as an expert or should you even just tone in on the USA? And, and, and so I think actually thinking about what your goals are and then reverse engineering is I would also like to point out, like, I think Casey's a fucking phenomenal case study of, like, the people that we're trying to speak to right now. Yeah. Because it's easy for us to come on here and talk about this shit when we're already at scale. Like, mm-hmm. we're already probably past a lot of where people that listen to his goals would be. But Casey's someone who's growing through yeah. creative ideas, through execution, most importantly, on the creative ideas. And he's not doing it off the back of Snapback. Like, wh- yeah. the way he's growing has not... Like, your name brand does nothing for the platforms that he's posting on, you know? So I think, like, taking a look... We'll, we'll link his, yeah. social, his socials down below. Go look and study like the last 20 videos that he's put out. Look at, like, the angle that he's taking from it. Look at the way he's creating the content. Look at that, and I think... Those types of things will help you so much because he's someone that's probably really relatable to where you're at in your journey right now that, that I just think stuck. is doing a great job. He was stuck. Like, he had been posting for, I mean, 
he crushed the World Cup account got banned because mm-hmm. of Fox, but then started a new one, and he was at fifteen hundred followers for I don't know, like let's say six, five, six months. Did he keep and posting that, at the same cadence? He, he kept posting, but but this is this is the honest feedback. It's like he saw that the it was all over the place, yeah. and then he picked a format and studied you know content and was like, all right, this rebuild really works. First one hits, let's double, triple, quadruple down. And so he's, I give him the same advice as I I was talking to you about with the trivia. It's like, all right, you know that this format works, but don't get complacent with it now. Take it and start actually doing the rebuilds in FIFA and show people how it plays out. Like. Take it to the next level. So, yeah, it is It is a good example. He's grown 5,000 followers in the last month after zero movement uh, at all. Yeah, and I, I just, like, think we should we should keep a conscious effort of, like, highlighting people like that. Because, yeah. again, it's easy for me to, t- like, uh, our trivia channel is growing off the back of what we have on 100%. TikTok. It's not from zero. It's not starting from yeah. ground zero. So it's not necessarily helpful to people who are starting there. But yeah. um, All right, out, let's get into the uh, Q&A. First question is from... I wish I knew her name. I, I really should. Uh, oh, es- Esmeralda. She said, so I find myself putting together a series. That that's her name? Yes. Yeah. Okay. She's ES in the BDG Discord and yeah. in, in big content too. And I'm yeah. always like S. Uh, well, when I click on her name, it's Esmeralda. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, so I find myself putting together a series, doing the research and everything, then not going through with it completely, mostly because of lack of attention span. Do y'all think starting a project and stopping midway potentially affects expo- exposure in the algorithm? Do I need to start taking Adderall? <laughs> I, Girl. I was thinking about this and then it clicked for me. My feeling is, you know, your own mental focus, that's, I'm, I'm not going to. That's a you problem. Yeah, that's <laughs> a you problem. But my one note would be, if it's not keeping your focus, is it going to keep the focus of, of others? I would have to bet no. Like, if you can't even become obsessed with it and. From, lo- like, a passion standpoint? And want to finish it, then why the hell would anyone else? I would also say, like, as a creator, especially as a new creator, there's no reason necessarily to put yourself in a box. I think I, I had this problem early on where, like, it's easy to come out. I think a lot of people say, that, like, oh, if I put something out in public, it makes it, like, more. Yeah. I don't like doing that anymore. Like, I don't <laughs> like being, like, we're going to do this, yeah. and it's going to be every single day or every week or whatever, because I've learned that, like, in a week from now, I might not just fucking want to do it. Yeah. I don't want to look like an idiot every single time I do that. So there's a lot of times when you promise yourself in the long run you're going to do this certain thing uh, consistently, but I found me personally, that doesn't work well for me. So if you're new to it, like if you're still getting your grasp on editing and creating, like that's already a lot of stuff on your plate and a lot mm-hmm. of energy that you're putting towards that. So don't, I, I wouldn't like overemphasize making sure that you got the series going. I would go one at a time. And if you continue to enjoy doing it, you can naturally make it into a series. I don't think it needs to become a series from the start, right? You're not like a fucking Netflix show. You're not like a, you're not like a, a yeah. you know, a, a big media company where you are promising content from the start. Um, so I, w- I would, I would experiment with what you like doing. And then again, if it naturally comes to be something that you want to do over a long run, then you can make it into a series. Next question is from Anth. I'm going to guess his name is Anthony. How long do you let an idea marinate before you really put action and planning into it for a new series or new set of content? Are you just to start and see how it goes and let the market decide? Or do you have a run panned out to conclusion and just make it adjustments as you go? Um, so he's, uh, can you repeat, sorry, repeat that. How long do you Don't let you an idea, it out the second time, but how long do you let an idea marinate before you put it into action? I don't like letting ideas marinate. Um, it's essentially like 
if you have an idea, do you think it through, plan the whole thing, and then go through with it? Or it's like, let's just put out the first one. Well, I, I would say like putting out is not necessarily like executing on it. I yeah. think that that's like the biggest lapse for creators is executing on it is doing the work before you put it out. You know what I mean? So like if I have an idea, I think also most of the ideas we have are not so grand scale that they need all this planning and, and months of, of work going into it. When I'm thinking like, oh, I love this content idea I just thought of, like I might just go into the office that night and start doing research for it immediately. And if I find like, eh, it's not really hitting like I thought it would, or if I can't find enough good pieces of content or ideas for this actual theme, then I'll get rid of it. But I, listen, ideas are fucking dime a dozen. Everyone has a million ideas. Like the people that get places in life are the ones that execute on it. So don't overthink the idea of don't overthink the idea of fucking ideas. Go execute. I'm telling you, like you will be a time. You'll you'll learn really quickly once you start executing. But you'll tell yourself stories in your head if you're just sitting in idea world the whole yeah. time. So I, I I think you should jump fucking right in, and then you'll learn different fucking problems along the way, and be like, okay, we need a little bit more planning time. I'll use the analogy of jump into the to the ocean, even though you know it's cold, but like. Make sure you're wearing a bathing suit. Make sure you have sunscreen on. Like the bare minimum. Yeah. Right. Like right. like make sure you're not just I have this idea to run in the ocean and you just run it. Like be yeah. prepared. Make sure there's no sharks right there. Uh, and then execute and then figure it out. Yeah. But you agree though, like the uh, that the way that it was stated makes me feel yeah. like the executing means like posting it right away. Yeah. And I think the most creators, like the difference between a lot of creators is the the phase of of actually prepping for the video itself. So just, just yeah, get get to execution as, as quickly as you can. Yeah. I, For example, with Casey's rebuilds, if he's like, oh, I should do rebuild these soccer teams, right? How long that, does it take him to prep and research for a vi that video? I think in, I would have to ask him, probably 30 to an hour, depending on the team, uh, if he has knowledge or not. But he said he's actually enjoyed that process and learning, which I think is nice. But he had the idea to do the rebuilds, and instead of just, like, doing a green screen of it, he's like, oh, what if I did it in this fashion? We edit it this way, and we, and then you start adding hooks, and then mm -hmm. you figure out, oh, this part of the rebuild is working, so now I'm going to implement that into the next one, and I think that's the best way to attack it. Last question in the Discord is from our boy Dylan. Dylan, similar question, but how long do you give before you decide a video has flopped and add a change to the video, i.e. thumbnail title. Recently I had a video that I thought was good, underperformed. Not sure if chucking up to the algorithm is the move, but I tried to update the title like six hours into it, if not performing well. Not sure if I should have let it ride six hours. Six hours. That's really quickly. I, I would usually give it like 48 hours because okay. you have you have like a measuring stick, I think, especially with YouTube where they give you the last 10 videos and how it's relative to those. Um, we just I just recently had a video where I where I thought it was like really good content. Me and my friend Adam, who was in the office last week, did a, a dynasty trade pod together. It was like over an hour long, like really I thought it was really high quality content and it was performing lower than most of our other videos, which I wasn't surprised about because the audience doesn't know them and mm. it was much longer than our normal videos. But I wasn't sure I did my best work on, like, the thumbnails and stuff like that. And I, I feel a lot of the time you kind of have an idea of That's whether or not I you're kind of, like, lazy on I, it. I do think he writes, I think this is really good content. So I find that interesting. The funniest part is I almost feel like every video I've ever posted on any platform, I know if it's good or not. I know you. I know when the content is good. Yeah, it, and it's and content meaning likely a packaging but thing. It, that's what I mean. I'm talking the whole thing. Mm. The way I 
titled it, the hashtags I use, the thumbnail I use. Interesting. That I don't know. Content I always feel really good or bad about when I make it, but yeah. as far as like thumbnails and titles go, there's so many that do so well on our channel that I'm like, I never would have thought really? about. Yeah, that happens to me a lot. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, so I guess the advice I get, I would definitely let it sit for more than six hours. Uh, swapping it out though, you're still going to have to wait another like almost, you know, a few days before you swap things out. And I mean, if it's evergreen content, or if it at least has a shelf span of being relevant for like the next three or four months, you can wait a week. I would wait a week so that you have a good sample size on both sides. Cause here's yeah. the thing. Like if you're comparing a six hour window to a six day window, they're going to come out very differently. Yeah. Um, so I, I would give it some time. I would give it 48, 72. I'm not opposed though. If you like put it out, you feel the content is good. And then you're like, actually this thumbnail is really fucking whack. Like, yeah. I, you know, I didn't work on it hard enough and you really feel like it's not good then I'm okay swapping it out. But otherwise, if you're just like unsure and you're just like, oh, I'm not really, you know, I, yeah. I'd probably let it marinate for a bit. Yeah, that is, it's tough. I'll admit it's like you want to do some testing, but you got to wait and you feel like it, it's too late. But yeah, I think it's, it's the hardest part about like creating content on yeah. specifically YouTube is like, you really don't know what part of the equation, right? Like there's the equation of, you know, YouTube title, them working together, the algorithm, the content. And when something flops or does well, it's really difficult to tell you know, what the actual variable in it that made the difference. Uh, last thing. I mean, that was our last question, but last thing before we wrap, I've been doing some mental performance training. Right. Yeah. Um, that. And I think, you know, it's, it's a very subjective feeling. If I lift bicep for a hundred days in a row, my bicep will grow and you can't see the effects. Yesterday was the first time. And I had just started that. I felt like a, a crazy amount of calmness in the morning. Can you take us, um, can take us through exactly like what it is? Yeah. So, so my belief is that it's insane that we are encouraged to, you know, work out, exercise, move our bodies four times a day. Uh, and just now over the last few years, mental health has been prioritized and it's becoming spoken about and therapy is encouraged and calm and, and meditation and yoga and all that stuff. But I don't think it's been democratized to where at Equinox they have 14 classes a day, some are yoga, some are hit, some are boxing, some whatever, but there's never a mental performance training. The only mental performance trainings, in my opinion, are our solo activities journaling gratitude yoga medit i mean yoga is the one class based yeah uh but it also includes movement right it you're not and then you have like the high scale ones which are like ceo coaching or life coaches right those are very pricey things but we're never like like no one would be shocked if i was like all right i'm paying 20 bucks to go do a boxing class this afternoon but if i was like i'm paying 20 bucks to go work mentally work mm -hmm. out mentally everyone would be like like <laughs> what is that what's that even mean so there's a lot of different trainings and exercises. The first one we did was like a self-awareness matrix, which was the most therapeutic of it. So it's just assessing where you are, things you like that you're doing, things that you don't, pretty basic stuff. Then this week, my workouts have been like breathing, walking. Like you do a, this, you have, a, you have a coach or you have a single yeah. person that works one-on-one -on -one with you. Yes. No, that's the thing. I'm trying to make it so it's not a one-on-one -on -one activity. So I'm saying it is though right now. No, with the first class we did was, was it was three of us with the coach. Physically? Uh, we did it virtually because oh. he's, he's in Denver, but we did it virtually. And my goal is to scale it up to, can we get 12 people in there? And can like, can it be encouraged that you don't need to meet with the trainer every single time, just like you don't need to go to a workout class every single time. But can you, 
you know, do it a couple times a week or a month and then work on that outside. And it is crazy. It's like if I were to spend 60 to 90 minutes in the gym this morning, no question. The fact that I'm spending 20 minutes, which is a third of that, uh, just feels like so much progress and so much help. You feel like you've, what do you feel like has changed or progressed right now? Not a ton. I mean, I, I felt calm. You did just start, obviously. Yeah, so. I, I felt calm yesterday, and then and I slept really well, and then I slept like shit last night. So You'd be good. You're not waking up at 530. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I just think it's interesting because especially, I mean, it is especially important for business leaders to have a clear mind and to have their brain constantly be working. But, like, I think it's just as important for the for the guys in the office to do, be doing that. And, like, I feel like gut hasn't been working on his breathing recently. <laughs> like, it's obvious, you know. What I mean? He's huffing and puffing around <laughs> the office all the time. Um, I, I, think, yeah. um, I think a lot of the reason it still has pushback, not pushback, but not a ton of, like, popularity or yeah. progress behind it is – that we as humans love these quick hitting things yeah. or like very tangible, obvious things. For like sure. you go to the gym and you might live for a month and really not see much of a difference. But when you're in the moment, you do see like the pump and it's there for two yeah. hours. So you're like, oh, you know, this is getting me something immediately. And we love short term gains. Like yeah. humans are wired to love things that happen to them now, not long term gains. And if you can't physically, tangibly see something, yeah. it will drop off 95% of people. I do think part of like this is all kind of like a, hypothesis of mine which is why i'm going through it and testing different class structures with my buddy who's who's leading and trained and all this stuff but i do think the ultimate way is in person and i think you do find tools that can show people like you could do a breathing exercise and everyone could chart their breathing and then you come back a week later and if their breathing has improved people would be pretty excited about i think you need to like that's uh it's almost like reverse engineering how do we make people want to do this it's almost like you need to have these breathing exercises techniques and you also need to have some sort of like mathematical number behind it showing people that they're improving like oh we need the blood work from this week to that week like oh your cholesterol's down six percent you know what i mean you need something that like hits people that gives them like that jackpot feeling that gives them like that like almost adrenaline uh rush type thing yeah the the one i'm most excited about is i did a sunday yoga class and the name of the class was actually like wind down yoga um and so i was like i think we should do in between the four o'clock games and the sunday night games like a 30 minute class and each week can be different and it could be breathing it could be uh self-awareness it could be you know do a little walk like this walk where you're just walking around and you're just feeling everything how your muscles feel what your brain's saying all that stuff um, cause I just think it, it can set yourself up for so much success. I've gone through like pockets of my life where I was like kind of into meditation. Yeah. I, I'm like, I know what it is and I understand it because I've been there before, but I yeah. have a, anytime I try to get back into it, I'm like, oh, I'm so bad Same. at this. I'm it, so bad at right. it, you know? And I'm like, fuck this. And I just like kind of give up. hundred percent. Like, and that, that is where I think class structure maybe helps because it is solo activities. And so everyone's going at the stuff solo. So you're like, I suck at this and no one's going to hold you to it. But if I'm like, yo, get on the zoom, like we're just doing our Sunday night thing and everyone's going to be there. Yeah. I think it could, it could work. So how much does that cost? Like per class? We're figuring it out. Um, like we're just building it. He, oh. he just graduated. And this was oh, like, this okay, is okay. like my idea of, of trying to make it gotcha. for the everyday person. But it's, it's funny. Like he's out in Denver and 
he was like, yeah, would like, you know, 20 bucks a week or whatever makes sense. And I'm like, dude, based off what I pay for my gym, no price you say is going to be yeah. too much. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. What would your what would your interest level be in like meeting once a week or meeting once a month? I'm, I would definitely be open to it. Yeah, I think that's everyone's feeling is like I'd be open to it. Um, so I just think we got to like I got to do it and then set people up. Yeah. I mean, if you. Send me over the details. I'll be, I'll be there. Yeah. I'll pull up. All right. That's all I got. All right. We got to call in like five minutes. Oh, it's my birthday on Sunday. This Sunday? Yeah. Hell yeah, I guess. <laughs> what are you doing? Is that like an invite somewhere? No, no. It, it wasn't. Because um, I don't come to your birthday. I was just saying, you didn't seem like you needed to know where to end. And if I was like, oh, it's my birthday, you'd be like, oh, happy birthday. Yeah. See you guys. No, no chance. I guess. I'll come out and celebrate, though, if you do something, okay. maybe. All right, that's all we got for today. I'll, see you, uh, I'll probably see you next few weeks. I think we'll do Q&As because that's not vacation. I'm, I feel like I'm coming into my own right now as, like, an old person. Yeah. I'm finally accepting it. Yeah, like, I'm up at, like, 5.30 every day almost. 5.30? I sleep. I haven't slept this good maybe in my entire life. Really? Like, I've... I'm, I tweeted this out last week, I think, but my circadian rhythm, I've just found it. You're a clown. I don't know. Sleep You're at 10. you sell a class on sleeping? Ah, I'm just going to use it to fucking make billions. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, this is the first time I've like really been sleeping good, and I feel so good. What do you think the difference is? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm way less stressed at work than I was like six months ago, eight months ago, a year ago, five years ago, whatever. I just feel really good good about where we're going right now i'm saying the more you yawn the better your sleep's gonna be yeah i mean i have good good thoughts about your guys rhythm right now yeah we're cooking cook better fuck you up we're not cooking damn um yeah i feel i feel phenomenal ready to start